0: Beautiful morning to you there and thank you so much for choosing j 1019 FM. My name is Abigail Seaman and you're welcome to the show. Let's talk. Um, it is few more days counting till the general elections and I'm just going to ask you, hope you have your PVC. If you've not gotten yours to make sure you go there and collect your PVCs because that is what you would use to decide come February 25th. And I'm joined by Mikhail Misi. Mikhail, lovely morning to you.
1: Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to all the listeners. It's good to be here again. It's a life stalker. Like I always say, our job is to educate and inform you. So you go out there to make the right decisions come election day on February 25th and March 11th. But before that day comes, before the judgment, the acid way comes for Nigeria <laughs> and our elections... Um, It is important that first you get your PVCs, second you get educated and third you ask the right questions. Political seasons are the times when friends and families, you know, start and create feuds that are somewhat unnecessary. The seasons where people who have been best friends for years become enemies because of political ideologies that differ. And while I understand that politics is important in our lives and in the words of certain philosophers, politics defines and determines everything that happens to us, whether we are involved or uninvolved. Involved, But I also think that political ideologies, especially in this part of the country, is fecal and rests on very shallow grounds. People's ideologies on politics is only personal interest. And so if you are going to quarrel with your friend or brother or sister because of political ideology that does not align with yours, please think twice. Of course, I've seen people who say things like, oh, I will stop sending my parents money to vote for this person. I will stop talking to this person to vote for that person. While I understand your need for change, while I understand your penchant to always want to do the right thing and see Nigeria move forward, I also want to remind you that the fights we are fighting in this country is not against ourselves. It's not against our different religions or ethnicity. It's against the political and financial elites. And until you realize that we are fighting against the people whose sole aim is to enrich your pockets and better their power positions, we will never move forward. So please, in all you do, be educated in all you do. Do not let people who are more selfish than you can even imagine, lead you astray. Do not cut ties with your friends now. And for those people who have taken this opportunity as this, this, um, this season as a chance to make a lot of money, please also remember that posterity will judge all decisions made this period. I saw a very interesting and yet disturbing news yesterday that certain influencers, like they call them these days, people whose only job is to give opinions, whether or those, those opinions are true or factual, we don't care. Um, they've collected money from certain political parties to spread disinformation, to, to root for certain people. And while you all have a choice to do whatever you want to do, I want to remind you that whatever decisions you make today, whether intentionally or unintentionally, would we'll come back to bite you in your behind. So please be careful. Make decisions you think or you believe your conscience will agree with 10 years from now. If you do not, if you only fight for your pocket now, we have 10 years from now, we'll know if you used have your pocket to fight for. Good morning.
0: Good morning. And this morning, we're joined by Mr. Pramish and Ambassador Doan on the show. Lovely morning to you both. Welcome to the show.
2: Good morning, our listeners. Good morning to you. Morning. Um, it's a pleasure to be here again.
0: It's good to have you. And Ambassador Do- Do- Doan. how are you doing this morning?
3: I'm doing good. Good morning, Plato. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, JFM.
0: I, d- I don't want to be insensitive. I don't ask how you're doing because you might be here and probably maybe not doing fine <laughs> you never could tell What you're doing fine i'm glad doing that fine. you both are doing fine and some of the stories that we are following at the hour few scarcity bites harder marketers blame and npcl as the Petro scarcity across the country continues to linger. Oil marketers have accused the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited of politicizing the supply process and making vain promises. Now, the oil marketers, under the ages of the Independent Petroleum Marketers Association of Nigeria, claim they had... Had They had few, despite the assurance from the managing director of the NNPCL retail, Hope Stocksman, in December that they would receive direct product supply at the government regulated price of 148 Naira per litre for from this month. Um, also, um, according to Stockman, um, we have yet to see... Any product supply? Well, the mad stockman has been in Nigeria for some time now and he's probably beaten us to our game. He's playing politics and we do not see the situations abating soon as- and you can grab yourself a copy of Punch for more details on that. Uh, another story we're following at the hour Buhari regime delaying judgment implementation against corruption. This is coming from Serap. Now, the Socio Economic Rights and Accountability Project has said several groundbreaking judgments it's obtained so far during the tenure of the President, Major General Mohamed Buhari, retired, have been left unimplemented. Serap Di- Deputy Director Ulua Dari Kolawali discloses this during a press briefing. T- failed promises, corruption in the water, health and education sectors in Nigeria, held in Lagos. He said the persistent and deliberate disobedience of judges' decisions would ultimately encourage impunity and corruption. He said Sarah has obtained several groundbreaking judgments that the Buhari administration has persistently failed and refused to implement. The failure and refusal to enforce and implement legally binding judgments of court is entirely inconsistent and incompatible with Nigeria's international human rights obligation. And also, train attack two Edo chiefs, five others arrested. Now, the Edo government has confirmed the arrest of two village chiefs in connection with the January 7 train attack, which resulted in the kidnapped of 20 passengers at the Igweben train station. Now, the State Commissioner for Communication and Orientation, Chris Nihikahere disclosed that seven other suspects had also been arrested in connection with the incident, adding that two remaining passengers in captivity had also been rescued by security agents. Also, NNPC Road Tax Scheme, FEC, approves additional 1.9 trillion naira to reconstruct 44 roads. Now, the Federal Executive Council, at its first meeting in 2023, approved the proposal by the Federal Ministry of Walks and Housing for the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited, and its subsidiaries to invest 1.9 trillion naira for the reconstruction of 44 selected federal roads across the country. Yesterday's council, chaired by the vice president, Professor Yemi Osibanjo, also endorsed the sum of $1.35 billion for the procurement of 31 vehicles for the use of the federal Ministry of Environment. Minister of Environment Mohamed Abdullahi told newsmen that the vehicles would be deployed for the monitoring of power and remediation projects in some Polluted areas of Ogoni Land in River State. Uh, you can grab yourself a copy of the Punch in this day for more details. Uh, we'll begin our conversation this morning and let's 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 set the ball rolling. Let's set the train on the track. And I'll start with you, Mr. Um, promise. Uh, I have I have lots of questions, but I'll start with the very very key important ones right here um for your party which is the pdp um we've seen campaign rallies um from your own um, perception of how you've seen things go are you people confident come 2023 or are there still things that you guys have not tackled yet
2: um once more it's a privilege to be here uh i want to beg you to start by first of all sending out uh, condolences yes, to... Yes, uh, I wanted
0: to, I think it escaped my mind, a condolence to the PDP party and also the families of those who lost their loved ones during the truck crash. Yes, um, right. Our heart goes out to them.
2: Yes, thank you so much. Mm. Uh, we, if you will recall, our principal had ordered... Uh, uh, an embargo temporarily on mm-hmm. campaigns, mm-hmm. because uh, the PDP is in a state of mourning nationally. Yeah. You saw how the national campaign headquarters relocated to Jos immediately mm-hmm. to sympathize with Plato people over the loss. Uh, and so we are in a state of uh, deep mourning. Our hearts are shattered. But we take solace in the word of God which says that in every situation we should give God praise because Mm. it is his perfect will concerning us. Uh, And so we want to this morning first of all send our hearts to the families of those who lost their loved ones. Uh, We pray that God will grant to our dearly departed eternal rest and to the families God will grant to them the grace to mourn and to all of us all as a state Uh, I want to equally appreciate uh, plateau people, uh, regardless of uh, partisan lines Mm. who actually saw the need to mourn at this hour. uh, First of all, I think what is more important is our humanity, our shared humanity, regardless of politics. We saw people from other political parties uh, coming in to condo with our principal. And uh, really, I want to salute the courage of our principal. You know, in moments like this, one will feel as if the whole world is uh, crumbling, mm. uh, and all we can say to him at this hour is that he should continue to take strength from the Lord. He has shown that uh, resilience. He has shown that astuteness by leading us even at this uh, time of uh, uh, great loss. You know, he has ordered the lowering of all flask, uh, flags in the at the PDP secretariat and all other places mm. and we are very confident that soon uh, we are going to uh, get back to campaigns and before then we are, we are mourning and we, we pray that God will give us strength and the grace to continue to do that. Mm. Uh, so uh, as for politics, Uh, It is not much for us to say because I actually had to summon the courage to come to studio, you know, because uh, of the happenings around. But we believe that this is also a platform that will help us uh, send words of encouragement and comfort to our people out there. Mm. And so we are grateful to the work you people are doing here. Thank you very much. And we believe that uh, just as it is said, that so long as there is day on the hills of night... New birth shall spring forth, Mm. and plateau shall be better again. Mm. So we are doing very good.
0: So you guys are confident come come February 25th?
2: We are. We are very very uh,
0: confident. Why do you say you're confident?
2: You know, I I think uh, one of the things uh, with uh, just juxtaposition in the happenings recently, Yeah. You know, we sat down and we saw that we have a lot to do. We, as a matter of fact, we are not talking about our victory at the polls. What we are more concerned about at the moment is succeeding as a government. And, you know, uh, at some point, our principal had to say that, you know, that politics is no longer a game, it's war. Mm. Because he felt he lost soldiers at the battlefront. And he said he's going to keep their pictures very close to his office. And whenever he's going to make a decision, he's going to look at those people whose legs were amputated. He's going to look at those families who lost loved ones. And then whatever decision he's going to make, you know, he's going to ask himself whether the sacrifices that those people actually made is worth it, you know. So we, we, we feel that we are burdened by a whole lot to deliver to plateau people. The the handwriting is very clear. If you were in Panchin that very day that happened took place, you would agree with me that there is no opposition for the PDP on the plateau because plateau people have embraced the PDP. They have seen what the APC has offered. You know, one of the major things we've always uh, asked people is the APC came under the mantra of change, what has changed. You know, mm-hmm. it is from uh, a, a very tolerable situation to one which is beyond repairs, if not for a miracle. Uh, but we trust the capacity of our leader, Barrister Caleb Mutfang. We trust the capacity of the PDP. Uh, and we are very confident that we we will deliver, and Plateau people will once more sit wherever they find themselves with their heads high to say that yes, they have a state to call their own.
0: All right, you you've actually narrowed it down to the state, but I want I want us to talk nationally now for your party. Before I come to Ambassador one quickly for for your party nationally, mm-hmm. do you have so much confidence right here in Plateau State, but nationally, do you have? Do you express such confidence to come February 25th?
2: A whole lot. You know, when I say uh, PDP, though I have used uh, Barista Kele Mutfang's name uh, repeatedly, Mm. but um, uh, for us, the PDP is 5 over 5. And uh, our optimism is not just restricted to PLATO. We are very confident on the capacity of our presidential candidate. You saw how he swiftly... Uh, relocated the campaign once again back to just to sympathise with us. Mm. You know, it shows greatly how he prioritises uh, the interest of Plateau people. And you know, I I, I don't think uh, he he should worry about Plateau. Yes, I, I don't think he should worry about Plateau because Plateau is uh, is PDP and. Um, Concerning the other areas, I think nationally, I think uh, Nigerians are beginning to see reason why uh, they will give the PDP a chance. The PDP did uh, uh, had their own time, you know, and we saw how things were. You know how Nigerians actually gave us a dog chase in 2015 yeah. because they bought uh, fertilizer, 5,000, they bought sugar, 8,000, rice, 8,000 and all that. So <laughs> if you can imagine how they treated the PDP with all those, imagine what will be the fate of the APC right now where we can't even get fertilizer below 20,000 naira, where people are queuing at the fuel stations to get fuel for the rate of 200 plus, you know. So Nigerians are in uh, in a very... Uh, bad situation mm. and we do not want to politicize the situation because it, it goes beyond party lines but we believe in the capacity of Nigerians to actually think straight and to actually give leadership to whom leadership is due.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Um Ambassador Dawan, I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Perfect. Yes, Perfect. so it's Young Progressive party, party, am I right? All right. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of things that your party stands for. Um, if we're running the, if we're running the list, why P.P. doesn't seem to be very, very significant when it comes to the big dogs in the game? Um, I would ask you why. Why are you people still clamouring to to come out for elections?
3: Well, to be fair to you. I will not want to speak for YPP as a party, per se, because for me, those who know Ambassador Dewan and those who have been following my trend, I'm not an advocate of party politics, per se, because I believe in candidature. Mm-hmm. I know you surprise you to know that as a candidate in YPP, I have my own legal right to Mm. vote for a candidate in another party based on his capacity, based on what I know he can offer. Mm. Because I'm not an advocate of party politics. I don't believe in party. I believe in the capacity of an individual. What he or she have to offer for the betterment of a constitutional state or a nation. It is in that premise that, for me, I have always been an advocate of even independent candidature. If to say Nigeria is a country where we practice independent candidature, Mm. party is just a platform where everybody seeks to contest election to actualize his or her dreams. So I would not want to speak generally for YPP as a party, per se, okay. no. but as a candidate in YPP, I will, if you would I want to narrow it on my own reasons why I'm aspiring under the platform. And mm-hmm. I can tell you, as a, as a candidate, I am ready at any, any any moment I can, aspire on on any political party because I believe in my person, I believe in my antecedent, I believe in my school camp. And I know people are not going to vote for me because of the party, and not about me as a person. Mm. I'm an advocate for candidature in 2023, as we approach 2023. Therefore, issue of the big shots, the party is not known, all that mm. shouldn't be... a a topic of discourse for now, if you wouldn't mind. Because for me, I believe that as 2023 approaches, our area of concentration as people, as a nation, considering our present predicament as a country, Mm. should be on people with capacity, without minding which platform are they coming from.
0: Sorry sorry to cut you short, Ambassador Doan, sorry. Um, When people make, create political parties... um, isn't it for people to get them um, known, or do people just gather around and make political parties for the fun of it? You see,
3: political parties have different purposes. depends okay. on who is contesting the election. There are some candidates who are relying on a party, who, are, who wanted to write on the goodwill of the party, on the name of the party, to attend certain offices that they do not with as individuals, based on their credentials and the antecedents. While there are people who believe in their capacity, in their individual records, that they can attain whatsoever they desired, based on their relationship with people. Mm-hmm. Now, that is where the two differences arise. Some people, you see those who rely on party to deliver mm-hmm. them, are people who have nothing to.
1: Okay, uh, I'm um, the person so let me let me, let me let me come in here. Now you talked about individual candidature and the fact that you know parties are just tools. Now, do you, do you do you, in your opinion, do you think that parties do not stand or represent an ideology by which people subscribe to? Now, I ask this question because the oldest democracy in the world, which is the American democracy, have two parties with two ideologies, right? For all of the individual candidacy that America preaches, his highest positions are not won by individual candidates they are won by people either from the democratic party democrat party or, or republican so it means that for every idea of individual candidature of personal um, excellence as it were party matters now for you coming out under ypp why ypp why not apc why not pdp why not labor party you went to ypp because they have an idea you believe in or because you are the only party available to take you in
3: not really Maybe you have not checked my So why my YPP? Record. Why not PDP? I contested PDP? election in PDP.
1: So why did you leave to YPP?
3: You see, that is where the issue of independent uh, antecedents arose. Okay. I believed when I was contested in PDP. Yes. I was an aspirant in PDP. Okay. I purchased from, I was screened. I went into the primaries. But due to some satisfaction after the outcome
1: of the primaries, which I felt... I was reeked out. Okay, you answered YPP. Reasons. Yes. So YPP, to y, so, YPP for you. so YPP for you is not so much because you believe in the ideology, it's because you're looking for a place to hold you where you go for a position.
3: As far as Nigeria is concerned, yes. I can tell you without missing word that all the political parties, not just YPP, not PDB, not APC, none of the political party have... Once or will ever upheld to its own ideologies. It's all about the people who end up imagining the leaders. Mm. For now, they will tell you that they have ideologies. But at the end of the day, who are the people elected? Who imagine at the end of the day? Did they even have? Did they used to follow the documents or the ideology of the party? Mm. When someone will come and tell you that it is my turn to rule, that is to tell you does does the party. In which he is contesting, even have an ideology at the end of the day, because when he wins, all the party chairmen, he, uh-huh. be, he becomes the leader of the party. Yes. And when you become the leader of the party based on the party constitution, it means he decides what happens, not uh-huh. even the party deciding to him what happens.
1: Okay, so let me, let me ask you before I go to the questions I want to ask both of you. You are saying now that YPP does not have an ideology, true or false?
3: Well, I cannot authoritatively tell whether they have ideology or not. Or not. not. Because okay. as I'm speaking to you now, I'm on air. Yes. Why people as a party. Yes. From the national down. I'm yes. on the same of assembly. Yes. I have never come in contact with the national leadership. Okay. Okay, from the state
1: leadership, what's their ideology?
3: In the state leadership, well, they come with a mantra of restoration.
1: Do you believe it? Yes, I believed. So if you, if 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 we believe in that mantra, it means you believe I believe in an ideology. Not because of the
3: YPP, but because of the candidate who come with that slogan,
1: restoration. But as a party, yes, I have not. So crossed. if if I if I if I create another party, call it um, Abigail and the Makers Party, would you join us?
0: Progressive Party.
3: As far as. It's been recognized by INEC.
1: You join us,
0: I, join I can and join you so to contest election. What if our ideologies are not? Um, no, no,
3: I, I don't believe in the party ideology because I believe in myself.
0: I'm so when you, to win when you join our party, it's just yeah, it, you are, you
1: are, we are just tools to it, win elections. All right, let simple. me let me let, let me right. let, let me let me oh, get okay. on to the integrity of this conversation. I am honored to ask both of you, um, the PDP, I'll, I'll start with the PDP and then I'll come to you when, um, Atiku Abubakar was in Ogun State, and he said these exact words: "Vote for me. Make sure that you vote. You win your polling unit." I want to ask you: What do politicians mean when they say to people, "Ensure you win your polling unit"? What do they mean, and how do you go about ensuring that you win your polling unit, given that we believe that it's one man, one vote? So what when you say, if you do not win your polling unit, I'm, I'm going to use article's words in verb- verbatim. If you don't win your polling unit, don't come to me looking for appointments. Don't come to me wanting to be minister. You have to win your polling unit first before you can get those things. So what does winning your polling unit mean? And what is the process like to ensure that as a House of Rep member or as a ward Chairman, you win your polling unit?
2: Um if you permit me, let me just say a little concerning this uh political party thing uh you know there's a fact, and the fact is um no one 's name is going to be on the ballot. It's yes. going to be political parties, yes, and people are going to vote for political parties yeah. now somehow politicians I do not blame my brother for speaking the way he does because um the truth is things are not actually as right as they should be, you know. Mm. But um, we must not just throw caution to the wind, you know. True. The fact is, we are where we are because politicians have deceived us Nigerians that politics is a game. I don't know, maybe globally. Mm. And I would want to align with the thought of my principal, Bariste Kele Motfang, who said politics is not a game. How can it be a game? Something that concerns your well-being, your living and everything. What is politics? Where, poli- where policies are made. Policies that concerns prizes of things, how you survive. Your security, your economy and everything How could you say it's just a game? And that is why it's easy for politicians to just shift From one political party to the other Just like how C. Ronaldo will move from uh, La Liga To, champion, to <laughs> Premier League and all that It shouldn't be seen that way The, the more we look at politics like uh, football Or one, one simple game I think the, the, the more politicians take us for granted as a people mm. We must tie politicians to a particular principle and ideology. Mm -hmm. They must be held responsible. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, as for me, I I think it's very imperative for us to uh, insist as citizens that Politici- politicians will have to align with a particular ideology. Mm. It shouldn't just be about yourself. It shouldn't just be about uh, how bad things are. There should be like, a concerted effort towards ensuring that things are, are made correctly. Now, back to your question. You, yes. you talked about uh, his statement. That's not the first time he has said this. Yes. And I, I want to believe it's just very simple why people are called stakeholders in politics is because uh it is believed that you have affected lives mm. you have stake in your communities and all that mm. you are a voice okay. now if if you are told that you should ensure that you deliver your polling unit before you come to seek for an appointment yes. it then shows that uh our candidate is, is is trying to send a message that only people that are close to the grassroots that will be given an opportunity in his cabinet. Not people who sit in Abuja, not people who sit outside the country, you know, and when it's time to have a, have a bite of the cherry, they will just trooping down to just squander our national patrimony. Mm. He's talking about grassroots people who actually wields social capital? It is only one who has the social capital in his community that will be able to galvanize votes. If you do not have, assuming you 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 are a so-called elite in your community and you have not affected anybody's life. Do you think such kind of a person can deliver his polling unit? Mm. You know, aside from how other people have christened it to mean vote buying or whatever, on the plateau I will speak. We plateau people are politically enlightened, you know. Whatever anyone would go out there to Abuja to say he controls his community or that, you will see it on the, uh, uh, on the ballot. The results will actually show for it. Mm-hmm. So I think what a uh, candidate means by deliver your polling unit is trying to, 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 to ensure that the, the so-called stakeholders relocate back to their communities mm. to test their popularity you know mm. to test their social capital and see whether their people will ratify them by their votes as competent enough to hold any national position. And I think it's quite very okay to have people that are in touch with the grassroots man uh, positions of power because Uh that is how you will see empowerment. That is how you will see the decongestion of the excessive youth we have on the
1: street that are unempowered or unemployed. All right, Um, Just to stick if I go back to um, the ambassador, um, you you said something, and in articles same words, if you don't win it, I won't give you positions. Um, In a country like our As well, we've complained severely of people being in positions they don't deserve. Um, Are ministerial positions supposed to be payback for people that work for your election campaign? Or they're supposed to be given to people who are deserving based on the records and what they've done. Because if I'm going to go by his words, it means that if you win me the election in your polling units or in your world and local government, you automatically get a place at the table and in your words take a bite of the cherry nigeria has become a cherry that everybody takes a bite off but he's taking a bite of the cherry it's not supposed to be for deserving people who have worked not for political parties but are technocrats in the various places they are placed in i want your response to that
2: now you see the the bulk of the work that has been uh has been thrown to the to the public now, if you, if you know that you have a so-called stakeholder in your community that is not competent, mm. our candidate has given you an opportunity to either disgrace the person or to elevate the person. Now, if you, if you know that your votes to this particular person would actually elevate someone who does not care for the community, why would you do it? Now, look at it in a broader perspective. It's not about the person that is bringing the votes. It's about the people in that community. Okay. Now, politics, whether we, we we like it or not, politics is a game of number. You understand? And the, 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 the degree to which you will show your anger to a certain uh, scenario yeah. will determine your seriousness at the table of making a correction. Okay. Now, assuming with all the hardship Nigerians are faced with, and plateau people are unable to to chase the APC with such a anger deserving. (coughs) As a leader, do you think you would want to take such a people serious? The first thing you would want to do is seek a rehabilitation process for them. Mm. Now, I want to say this. The last time I said this, someone misconstrued it to be my words. Someone said that the, the, the number of votes the APC will have will tell us how many people are not actually feeling well. Now, it is not my words. Mm. Now, this is the degree of anger that has propelled someone to speak this. Why? Because the APC, when they came, they came under the mantra of change. And they told us Nigerians that if they should fail, we should stone them. Now, tell me, when you bought uh, fertilizer 5,000, you chased somebody as if it were a dog. Now, you are buying that fertilizer 30,000 naira. And you are pampering the person and you are saying that things will be all right. Don't you think that is tantamount to suggesting that there is some mental issues? Now, these are not my words. What I feel our candidate has said simply is that the people should take ownership of whatsoever. If I live in a community and then someone who has no stake goes to Abuja to say that he delivered my polling unit or he delivered my word, I think we have the right as citizens from that word or pulling unit to write to the presidency that Oga, you said people only people who deliver their pulling units or what can be fit to be in your government. This man that is claiming he delivered this word, it is not him And we will write the name of the person who influenced it. And I think a community that has been downtrodden or whatsoever would not want to send anyhow person to represent them nationally. Mm -hmm. They would want to send responsible people who will bring back the dividends of democracy back
1: to them. So I think it is a people-centered and a people-oriented decision. All right. Um, Let me come to the ambassador. Um, The same question I asked earlier with um, winning polls. But I also want to ask you first, um, what position are you going for? And why do you think... You are deserving of that position because it, a lot of times, when politicians come out to go fight for, for positions, they say, "Oh, I am the best man for the position." They don't give us why they are the best man for it. They don't give us the antecedents or whatever things they've done in the past to ensure that we vote for them. So, why are you? Why do you think you are the right man to be at that position you're vying for?
3: Well. Before I answer a question, I want to say one or two words on what my elder brother, my senior brother, just respond to your question about giving appointment to either technocrats or those who work yes. for the party. You see, we're talking about Nigeria here. you is my boss, is my elder brother, and someone I respect so much. But somehow, somehow, he's been somewhat economical with the truth about that particular aspect. Okay. You yeah. see, when we talk about giving appointment to technocrats or people who work. You see, that is the ideal thing. And my advice to Nigerians is whenever you're elected as a president, you should go and shuffle for people who can handle different ministries, parastatal without minding
1: what part which they're party
3: they're coming from, whether they work for you or they don't work for you. Especially ministries like Financed, Petroleum and others. Will you just go and pick someone who delivers a state, let's assume he delivers a state, Mm. And he knows nothing about petroleum ministry. He knows nothing about finances. Just because he bring you vote, they just give him ministerial appointment. That's why we are finding ourselves where we well, finding because they reward people based on political and that even contributing political rigging. Everybody go back to his place trying to bring vote to table so day they get ministerial Position. appointment. Sure. But in the ideal thing, it should be based on what merit right. for the betterment of Nigeria. Now I'm back to the question you asked me, what makes me think I'm the best? In my constituency that I'm aspiring to. What constituency is that? Pangshin, not constituency. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we are five or six that were contesting this state assembly. And I'm not here to tell you that I'm the best. Okay. Neither I'm not. But within my conviction, I'm the best. Why? Why? You know, I'm not supposed to, to, you know, to beat my...
1: No, beat, my, beat your own drum.
3: But then, for the, for the benefit of our own listeners, um, I am ambassador to One Kudang gabriel And if you go to my constituency, I have lived a life of humanity over the years.
1: Mm.
3: I can stand here and tell you with my chest high that if there's anybody within my constituency, at my age, that I offer scholarship. I have a scholarship scheme under my case since 2017. Under that scholarship scheme, I've been training children of the less privileged,
1: mm-hmm.
3: offers, paying their school fees in full, not part payment. They are not 10, 20, 30, but they are more than 80. I've been giving free jam scholarship to the younger generation for the past six years. I've engaged in so different humanitarian services. And for me, I believe that this contest, I'm um, contesting the election, is for me to have more opportunities to consolidate on this uh, philanthropic issues because I'm coming from a constituency where our people have been misrepresented And our people don't know what true dividend of democracy is all about. And most importantly, I'm contested for House of Assembly. And House of Assembly is the most closest political office to the masses, to a common man, Mm -hmm. especially in the general election. The reps, the Senate, in Abuja, the governor will be in the little river. And the only position that a common man on the street Mm -hmm. can gladly walk to is the House of Assembly. And I believe if there's anybody among the candidates of Panshin North who is acquainted with the masses of Panshin North, that the people of Panshin North can stand on the street and shout them whenever <laughs> he's driving or anytime he's, I think it's myself Ambassador Dewan. That is one. All Secondly, right. I can tell you without missing word that as I'm seated before you, I'm the youngest most decorated Nigerian at the age of 31 with over 300 merit awards. Not awards that I'm but not awards by just students, but these awards by nations, I have an award by tiff Nation. I have mm-hmm. an award by Idomanish, Nation. I have an award by Igala. I have an award by Bakito. These are uh, awards cut across,
0: not central. So, are we, are, we going to, are we going to judge use the yardstick of the number of awards that you have gotten to yep. show your credibility? Not just so. You mm-hmm. cannot be given
3: an award if, if you merited. have not done something. True. But no, these
0: days, deserve. these days, awards are being bought. That
3: is student awards. Not, mm. not even student awards. Like that. That's student awards. awards because myself, as I've before, I've done so many students' awards. Because you C-show, they will write you a letter of award, then the next thing that you receive is account number. And I beg to ask, what am I sending money for? Some okay. of this awards I received, okay. mm. I was lodged in hotels, I was given a VIP treatment, and mm. at the mm. end of the day, they foot my bills mm. and they decorate me the award, and I returned back home okay. peacefully without any donation. And what are the awards coming from? Because of my contribution when I held Sue as Youth Ambassador of North Central Nigeria, the United Nations, mm. you know my contribution back to Plateau here. Your, your office is just close by to Plateau State Polytechnic here. you yes. can yes. go and check. All right, when they have a fire disaster, I donated 40 mattresses, blankets, food items to the students. Go to Miyango, go to for all those t- crisis prone areas. While mm. I was holding Sue as Youth Ambassador, no. I, I was one of the major uh, donors. To, uh, of relief materials to those communities. Mm. And that, has, as I told you before, I've lived a humanity life. Mm. And mm. I believe that will come for me in this election. And my aspirations stand on three basic things. Mm. At that point. One, I am a bridge builder between the old and the young. As I told you, we are more than five countries in the election. I'm the youngest person among all the rest Impressive. in their late 40s. Mm. And I believe that the younger generation will not afford to miss this opportunity because... I'm coming in to change the status quo. Uh, Two, I'm coming in with a different leadership skills because as I said, I'm not coming in with the normal uh, way of representation. I've lived my my entire life with the people and I'm going to be the most closest representative to my people
0: all right ambassador we have to cut you short sorry for that because we have to open the phone lines for our callers to call in um but just before we do that um i was reading something about your party which i will come back to it later on and um i wanted to just get your um perspective quickly um mr promise um we've seen this campaign rallies and one of the things that is bothering nigerians that when they hear this um principles speak they don't seem to be hitting the nail on the head. They don't seem to be discussing about the issues. More or less, they've turned the campaigns to name callings, um, where people show off their dancing skills <laughs> and trying to prove um, prove their is, names, prove what is not. Um, more or less, Nigerians are more bothered about how they intend to fix the issues that the country is um, is affecting the country right now. Um, based from your I don't want you to be biased. Now I don't even want you to talk as a party person. I want you to talk as a Nigerian. As a Nigerian, I beg your pardon. Do you feel that some of those campaign rallies, the issues are being squared out right there?
2: Um, I think uh, most of these uh, campaign rallies are just uh, fanfare. I I want to respond to something my brother said concerning um, we pandering political appointments. Now, it's... um, I think uh, perhaps he got me out of context. When I say that um, it's people-centered or people-oriented, it then means that uh, the community should be able to think aright. Mm. You know, uh, if uh, we, we believe in the PDP, we believe in... Uh, meritocracy, and I think uh, at several forums, our principal has reiterated that, that uh, square pegs shall be in square holes. Uh, we have competent hands in, cut across almost every community. The fact that your community uh, has offered plenty votes, it doesn't then mean that you're going to be minister of light or whatever. Mm. We we believe that our principal in his wisdom will find the appropriate location or uh, designation for that. Unlike the AP that we've seen them uh, bastardize uh, institutions. One of the things if you go through the manifesto of our leader is that we are going to rebuild institutions because we believe that institutions when they work infrastructure and whatsoever uh, things that are depleted will be rebuilt. Now uh, concerning uh, what uh, these aspirants are saying, you know, it's very safe for one to say that talk is cheap. You know, And somehow it is because Nigerians have gotten too tired with uh, listening to these people say things that at the end of the day do not materialize. Yeah. That is why even Nigerians are not even much more concerned about what they say. You know, it's just like a young lady that has been wooed several times and then heartbroken. You know, when when it, it will take the grace of God for her to even recognize the real one when he comes. Yeah. Because when you come with words, they will be like, not today, do you get? So uh, the, the the Nigerians have been thrown to such a situation where, they, they have, they have been bamboozled. They have been hoodwinked with so much sweet words, and then at the end of the day, it amounted to nothing. I I I I will continuously make referral to 2015 elections. You know the APC came with such a Stalin manifesto. You know Nigerians were beguiled to even think that a dollar will be equated to a naira. You understand so yeah. many sweet things that this guy said. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we've never had it this worse. You know. So one of the things I want Nigerians to actually look out for is not just what the candidates say you know, yeah. but their character. And you know, the most unfortunate thing is that, uh, not to to spite on my brother here, you know, he's, he's talked about his philanthropic uh, prowess, and I do not argue that. I think we know him to be such kind of a person. Yeah. But when it comes to leadership, I think Nigerians should see beyond seeking for a philanthropist, you know. Mm. If we are going to stick to what he also opinions, that we should look for credibility technocrats, then it should go beyond someone who just goes around to dash people money. Because leadership is a serious business, you understand? Yeah. So yeah. when we begin to interrogate the capacity, the morality of some of these leaders, I think to an extent it will help help guide us whether what they are saying is obtainable just like the the apc uh, on the plateau saying that they are going to generate 600 billion from potato this is horrible. <laughs> you understand so sometimes you know you know you know the, the scripture says that when the end is near that people will heap to themselves teachers who say things their ears are itchy to hear yes. so these politicians have understood that the ears are itchy to hear a whole lot of good stuff so they go around throwing preposterous and unachievable lies, you know, so that people will just buy it and then they get their way in. So I I, I want to put it straight to Plattu people once again that yeah. on the PDP we have a very God-fearing candidate. Uh, we have someone who is morally tested and we believe not just in his uh, capacity, or he's a uh, professional prowess But we believe that when given leadership As a man who fears God mm. He will prioritize the place of humanity Even in the place of leadership
0: Alright, thank you so much for that 09055666699 That is the number to call to be a part of the show Hello, good morning Hello, good morning Good morning, welcome to the show What's your name and where are you calling
4: us from? My dear, this is extra I'm calling you from Josh
0: Alright, go ahead
4: Yes, I, I think um, one of the guests there is being very echo with the truth. Mm. When Atiku said, you will not get contracts from me if you didn't deliver your, 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 your words. Mm. If you will not get appointments from me if you didn't deliver your words. I mean, this, we don't need a prophet to interpret this word. Yeah. You know, Atiku is a transactional politician. He has a self uh, entitlement. The same thing with Tunubu from their words. You, you will just pick what they stand for. Mm. Now, looking at um, our current president, President Muhammad Buhari, the, president, the statement he made to the Igbos when he said that Igbos voted in 5% and he was going to relate to the South Easterners in that same 5%. And he made actually real his words. Because for seven years and going to eight years, we have not seen anybody from the southeast occupying the position of uh, uh, service chief. We have not seen any meaningful uh, appointments going in that direction. Yeah. And when you made these statement, he made it on an international media station. Mm-hmm. That will tell you how serious that is. I now, know. I also want to correct uh, you, my dear sister. Okay. When you say that these politicians or these front in, uh, runners have not yet said what they are going to do to, uh, for Nigerians, I want to disagree with you. When you listen to someone like Itobi, he, he has put his point blank: one, I'm going to cut down cost of governance. Look at what these politicians are taking home, ranging from House of Assembly members. Political appointees, all right. the president, and men, and all that.
0: extravagant Malubi, you uh, have to wrap up your thoughts quickly because of let our me time. Just,
4: let me just round up with this. Yeah, thank you. Nigerians are tired of these political with with tongues. We want to recover our country, and I think that is the word. God right. bless you, Extraordinary Malubi John.
0: Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Okay, do well to call back zero nine zero five five six is the number to call to be a part of the show. And you can head on to our social media platform on Facebook as facebook.com forward slash Jeff M. Joss and drop in your comment zero nine zero five five six is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Please, can you turn down the volume of your radio set or move away from it? I've done, I've done that. Thank you so much. You Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling uh, us from? Yes. Okay. This is right here, All right, go ahead. You have thirty seconds. Uh, I, yes.
4: Um, I'm, I'm really surprised in terms of politics. Most of the times, if they want to rate a person, they will just say he's a Christian. Well, how can we? What do we use in comparing who is a Christian? I could remember when the mutwan was a chairman of Mang'u local government. They cried about you. You're a Christian. Well, people are supposed to be crying about you. Please, we should be careful in involving God in this politics. Politic. Because it's very bad. God will be angry with you. Because right. what they are doing is very, very
0: bad. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Zero nine zero five five six That is the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll take the number again 09055666699, That is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my dear sister Abigail. Yeah, morning to you, comrade.
4: You are highly welcome. Happy New Year. This happy, is our first call on the show
0: Yeah, Happy New Year to you, comrade. Go ahead. You have 30 God seconds. You,
4: my brother. God bless you, too, comrade. Good this is great comrade. I don't want you, but Solomon from Kuba.
0: Yeah, go ahead. 30 seconds, comrade, please.
4: Yeah, yeah. I would be very pleased I think uh, the hierarchy is properly written. Uh, at least if Nigerians are sincere to hold this country, and to develop Nigeria, and to respect Nigeria, and to revive back the Lord's glory of this country, it is already very obvious and open. So, allow us, please, the radio influencers, who are making choice to tell those who are listening to us, and to make their choice. If we make mistakes, this time around, Nigeria will see Peter will remain the only option for this country. And I'm very, very serious. Right. Nigeria should prepare the PVC of what Peter will be. He's the only person serving this country. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much, Carver. do have a lovely day. And the last call we'll take for today. Hello, good morning.
4: Hello, good morning. Good morning.
0: Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Chikudi
4: is calling you from my All
0: right, Chikudi, you have 30 seconds.
4: Yes, I, I want to sincerely appreciate your two guests. they came from different um, political parties, you know, and they, they are very, very peaceful, unlike um, what you used to have sometimes when you have the member from the ruling party, they are very, very violent in ways, if you ask me, from, the, from my own personal assessment. Mm-hmm. like this gentlemen, you are welcome, sir. Uh, you know, speaking um, the obvious about uh, our, our politicians and the political parties, I want to agree with uh, one of your guests there that mentioned that. He does not, be, he does not uh, believe. He doesn't really want to fraternize with the, anything that has to do with the, the party. And the, the issue of party is the reason why some certain people have actually idolized a political party and they, they they have actually attached it to a particular region in this country. So if you are from a specific region of this country, I don't want to mention names, but it's obvious. It's, in fact, you guys should you understand where I'm going to, that if you don't belong, if you don't belong to this particular party in this region. But if they look at you as somebody who is who, who should be ostracized from the, from the society, especially from the northern side of Nigeria, I'm I'm just tempted to say that. So that this young man, this, this young man has come to say, look, I don't really believe in the issue of party. No. Party has misled us in this country over a very long time now. No. Let us look at the candidates and what does this candidate have to bring to bear? PTOB is going to come in in, in, uh, in in a couple of hours to come now. Right. nigeria should not just believe him because he belongs to the, the labor party they should scrutinize him and then ask him some critical questions yeah. this is the only person that at least will have a, a little hope with and again lastly before i drop please in, in just 10 seconds okay. i want to say something the pdp should put their house in order in the, in the, in, the, in, the uh, in the federal level this is the reason why they lost in the local government elections some some, uh, uh, some years ago so if you don't fix house in order, how do you want people to come and keep behind you so, in the in the state level, I think me, I want to give my vote to them. I want to give them give them my support. But again, in the federal level, please, just wait and leave it to the next eight years. All right, this is my tip. Thank you very
0: much. Thank you so much, Chukwudi. Really have a lovely day. We take comments from our Facebook page right
1: now. On Facebook, we have this amazing comment here from Stavi SDS Dimlong. He says, "Good morning, Jay. The aspiring member, Punction North House of Assembly, in the person of Ambassador the One, um, has spoken well. He stands to be the best." Amidst all the aspiring uh, aspirant from Pankshin notes, I believe that when he comes, he will change the narrative of the government of the day, if given the chance. He stands to be the most closest to the person from the youth. May God grant him victory. God bless GFM. God bless you too. Also here on Facebook... I some other comments, Daily Agbabiaka says, Nigerians get your PVCs and vote wisely. Felkuka Factors Gowan says, in Nigeria, we are today is one-sided. When train was attacked in Kaduna, government covered up everything, even when some group of people were arrested. Why the hunting on the recent one fast like this? Something is fishy here. For the fourth elections, party is nothing, as my brother is saying there, but candidates matter a lot. Party selection has failed us, my PVC, my votes. Kevin Lewis Denshak says it's not a matter whether the campaign train impresses the electorates or not. It is rather the implementation of what is contained in the manifest in the manifestos. Anyways, for any governorship candidates in either LP, APC, or PDP who will eventually emerge as a governor of Plateau states, he should better do the needful with regards to his manifestos. If not, Plateau people will definitely call for its impeachment everyone is politically oriented now sunday moses evie every says good morning i don't see any reason for anyone to vote for apc and pdp both of these parties are corrupt are corrupt and have nothing to offer A liberal party is by far the most is by far the best party to give us good governance and finally before i am chased out of the facebook uh, comments um what Wapnen Goma Jr. says, Good morning, Abigail and Emeka. With my leaders, the youngest ambassador and aspiring member of Pankshin North constituency, my mentor, the guests have spoken very well, especially Ambassador Dewan. He's a person I have been with for some time. He's philanthropist. Um, was here in Philanthropic before contesting. I think you should be asking him about the slogan of campaign, Positive Impact to Humanity. And finally, finally, proper finally, Dimas Balas says, <laughs> PP is the only option among the four leading candidates. There's a reward for hard work. Don't forget an idle man is a devil's workshop.
0: We want to thank you so much our esteemed listeners for tuning in to G101.9 FM and we want to thank our guest um, Mr. Promise and Ambassador Doha for coming on the show today. The news comes up by 10 o'clock. It do have a lovely day. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. Yes. Yes.